Is Randall frozen on the screen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I heard you clap, but I definitely didn't see it. Uh, see you clap. Yeah. Just staring, when, like, <laughs> clapping off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I clapped under the table today. The rhythm is innate. Let's try that again. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hello. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. And it feels like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm always feeling rusty on these. Like, ever since I've moved back to Michigan, we've been a little more sporadic on our, like, <laughs> recording schedule. Oh, yeah. Uh, recording on a Tuesday instead of a Thursday today, just shaking things up a little bit. I know I've been <laughs> a, a little bit busy on my end, for sure. And I know everybody, like, Randall's had some company in town. John's had some company in town as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's just been kind of, like, juggling our schedules and whatnot. But it, thankfully, you know, we bulked up nice and... uh effectively before I uh, made the trip back home to Michigan. So been able to make it work in the meantime. But yeah, I'm always feeling rusty on these intros and whatever. But uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, to just get into uh, some of the stuff that we've been kind of chipping away, I feel like what we've all been kind of just like playing some random stuff, like not really digging super deep, although we got plenty to talk about, I'm sure. But oh yeah, uh, I recently uh, on the most recent Save It for the Cast episode, which is probably a few weeks past now at this point, um, talked about digging into some Turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, Randall and I talked about that way back when it first released, which is like months ago now at this point. Like, oh man, what was it back in like June or July, maybe like early August? Jeez, um, was it? Oh god, it was quite a while ago because we played yeah. it like right when it came out on Game Pass. And I remember our buddy uh, Glenn, who we've mentioned a number of times on the podcast, and our fellow uh, bandmate with John and I, like he kept saying like, oh, we got to sync up and play some Turtles online because he bought it on Switch like digitally right when it came out. And I was like, oh, I pre-ordered it on Amazon, so I got to wait for it to arrive yep. like, and get my cartridge because I can't do cross-platform on it, I don't yep. think. I think you can like on Xbox and PC or something, but not on Switch to Xbox. So I was like, oh, and, and it, originally it said it should be arriving August 31st. So I was like, oh, it, I'll have it by then. And then it just kept getting pushed back, and I just got it at like the start of November when we're recording <laughs> this. And But that said, I've only had the cartridge for like less than a week now, and I've already busted it out on three occasions. Oh, man. I mentioned on the Save It for the Cast, like when we got cut off on the Mario Kart section, we were were just like, okay, let's jump over to Turtles since uh, the online guy that we were playing with was jumping off. And we were like, hey, we can do up to six players locally. We only had four, but it was so much more chaotic than when just you and I were playing Randall, like four players as opposed to just two. And it felt quite a bit harder to me, too, to be honest. And then... Uh, the other day, uh, I can't remember why. Oh, my brother just got off work uh, a little bit early and he lives right around the street from my parents. So he uh, called me on the way home. He's like, hey, Kev, you want to come over and play some video games? He was like, Hell yeah, uh, my wife's grandma's coming over later. He's like, but I got a few hours to kill. And I was like, hey, I got that Turtles game that just arrived. So Hell we actually yeah. did play a little bit of Mario Kart with uh, my sister was there, too, because she's been babysitting for my brother's uh, son or my nephew, I guess. Um and yeah, we just were like, okay, let's uh, play some Mario Kart. And then after that, we ended up switching over to Turtles thinking, like we played Mario Kart thinking that'll be an easier one for my sister to get into. You know, you're just kind of driving and steering. Sure. But she was way better at Turtles compared to Mario Kart. Like, you know, because I was like, hey, it is just a button mash. I was like, this jumps, this attacks. Hey. There is way more depth to the <laughs> combat like we talked about before. Like, it really is like it. it has like almost like fighting game combat. Yeah. Like I still was like learning new things like, oh, if you're oh, like yeah. running and you jump, you like do like a slide tackle. Like there's so many different 
uh, elements to the moves. And you're every unlocking character. moves as you're going through, if I remember correctly. Yeah, if you play the, at least if you play on story mode. I don't yeah. know because the arcade mode's like slightly more difficult like more limited lives so i don't know if you have that like level up progression Mm. uh but yeah i don't know 100 percent for sure but yeah you do get some new moves along the way yeah and every character plays pretty differently i've played now with uh donatello when you and i played randall but then i switched when i was playing with my pals i was playing with uh april who has some pretty cool moves like it just like felt really nice and snappy she's a little quicker a little weaker but like you can just get around the screen really quickly right and then i played with uh rafael when i was playing with my brother and sister and yeah, it just felt, I don't know, it just that game just feels so amazing. Oh, like, they tribute. nailed it. We'll talk about some more uh, action from Tribute Games uh, later on the episode here, but I, yeah. I just think they just absolutely knocked it out of the park in every regard. Like, I'm just, once again, like, the music's amazing. Mm-hmm. The pixel art's incredible. Like, it just, mm-hmm. I don't know, you would think kind of, that stuff sometimes loses its luster the second time around or the third time around, but it's just like, nope. It, it, I could tell my brother, especially, he's like, we got to finish this game. Like, he was nice. like really dedicated. So, and well, I, you and him probably played through Turtles in Time a gajillion times. I'm oh, sure. a million times. Yeah. yeah. And even like the NES ones, like it was definitely, yeah, very nostalgic. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah. More so Turtles in Time. We definitely played that one a ton growing up. Yeah. And it really does, like, it, it feels like such a great, like, modern take on that yes. game. Like, it almost feels like, it's obviously not a remake of that game, but it almost feels like the same level of treatment that like the Wild Guns remake yes. or the Pocky and Rocky like reboot remakes or whatever that we've talked about from uh, in in games and Ninja Saviors. Like it almost feels like it's on that level of like love for the game and it's like a spiritual successor. I would agree sequel with that or whatever. Yeah, there's, and it's there's just some of these developers are really, really they know what they're doing and they're going all out and it's it's not a cynical cash in and it's like much appreciated. It's so yeah. good it's better and than i would have ever expected definitely and again just the depth to the combat the yeah just the, all the little cutscenes in between yeah. just like kind of a static image between each stage like leading into the next one like with a little voice acting like it's just uh, they didn't miss a single mark on this game whatsoever no. i'm very very happy to have it in my collection i'm assuming you received your copy as well yes Randall? yes yeah so i've got that and the uh the other uh turtles the collection Kawabunga, as well yeah Kawabunga collection i did you know i didn't actually order that one yet and i i know you mentioned too you're like hey man those like licensed, licensed. like games you better jump on them while mm-hmm. they're available because they might disappear mm-hmm. at the uh, very least you will get your money back because they will hold their value yeah yeah, Unless they no put out a, a newer version of it, then in which case it probably wouldn't. But, but even still, all those collect- the people who are like collectors, true yeah. collectors, like they want to have every version of yes. every of their favorite games or whatever. So, right. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, ju- I just was like really pleasantly surprised because like it sort of felt like a little unmomentous or whatever, just playing it on Game Pass, like even though it was still awesome to play it. But it feels really cool to like own it and pop oh, in a yeah. cartridge and like. Just play the game like, I don't know, it feels a little more official, I guess. I love collecting those cartridges. That's why I've got a huge Switch collection, because they released a a cartridge-based system, honestly. I know. It really feels nice to just like pop those in SD card style too. Yeah. Even though it's even though it's like kind of a little wonky sometimes. Like even though I'll plug in a cartridge, (laughs) like it doesn't register or whatever. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, why don't I uh, kick it over to John uh, with what you've been kind of still chipping away at since last time we recorded. Yeah, I can't drag myself away from Cozy Grove. I've been doing it not every single day, but pretty much every day that I can that I boot nice. up my Switch. I'm booting up Cozy Grove, just logging in, doing a, all my like daily quests and 
helping oh, yeah. these bears reach the afterlife. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. It's just, a, as the title says, it's a cozy little game, and it's really nice to just have something that, like, it's very similar in the uh, way that, like, playing Stardew Valley is, like, you're never going to run out of time. Like, there's always the next day. You can mm-hmm. always, yeah. like, and you have nothing... The only barrier for you accomplishing everything you want to do in that game is just playing it. Like, you just got to put in more time and then you can do it. And, like, every day, like, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to be, I could wait for, you know, all of these resources to respawn in like an hour or so, or I can just come back tomorrow. And right. honestly, that's just what I've been doing. And it sounds incredible. Nice. Yeah. And like, that, yeah. Yeah. Even like uh, every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll get a uh, quest that's not a, necessarily one that will advance the plot of like this specific bear but it'll be like oh like it has a little icon that shows that it's just like one that you need to accomplish in like the next 12 hours uh, otherwise it'll disappear and i'm like you know not doing that today like just don't want to do that and like there's no penalty for that it doesn't like make their storyline like decrease or anything like it's just yep don't want to do that don't have to and keep the stakes low it's really yeah. nice like yeah but like I, I definitely am like testing the limits at some parts of it because like i've got you know the livestock that i'm raising that i've put all in one place so anytime i like <laughs> get all of them on screen like the system just chugs <laughs> like nothing yeah, else yeah. But, <laughs> you got them in max you got them yeah. in max <laughs> I am definitely minning the FPSs that this game is running at. But like, like a lot but, of Switch games these days, unfortunately. Yeah, for real. Especially with my Switch getting a little older. I, I, I don't know if that's what it is, but in my head, I'm just like, it must be must be getting old on yeah. its way out the door. I do play it a lot. so Same. But yeah, it's just still having fun. Like, did all the, the Halloween or the, yeah, I guess it was, they didn't come up with a cute name. The Winter Festival's coming up. And I'll see nice. what that means. And I'm now I'm a little bit fearful that all the plants that I planted that are all labeled fall and late fall are not going to have anything in winter. And I'm not looking up any guides. I'm just ex- yeah. enjoying this game as it is. Yeah. So heck yeah. Well, so this has really filled the Animal Crossing void that way. Yeah, and like every yeah. once in a while, I'm like, ah, man, do I want to boot Animal Crossing up? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do want all my villagers to be passive aggressive at me. Like that's not <laughs> yeah, any when they're anxiety all like, that's keeping me from it. But <laughs> there's like cockroaches or whatever in your apartment. I remember yeah. that on the DS version at least. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But no, it's this one's been scratching that itch, and I don't feel the need to play anything else like it. Is that it rules. is it pulling your any of your attention away from Genshin at all, or are you kind of doing both of no, those on a daily back time. and forth? I was like, maybe maybe multiple. one, you know. I, I feel like I could only like have one like day if I had like a game where I was doing like a daily challenge every day or a weekly challenge. I, I can only like kind of focus on one thing like that at a time, I feel. Yeah, it's the active combat and Genshin mm-hmm. versus just the yeah. like checklist and collectathon. Like, I gotta catch every fish. I gotta catch every bug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's it is really nice that it has those kind of built in limits. Because yeah, like with a difficult game, like you're just like, okay, I'm getting my ass kicked. That's time for me to take a break. With like a game that you're just kind of chugging away, planting more crops, you can just easily lose days, if not you know hours, if not days. So yeah, which is what um, I do when I play Stardew Valley. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Same here. Same here. 
And speaking of, yeah, spending hours, if not days, on uh, on a video game. Although I don't know, I don't know if you've clocked hours or days yet on uh, this new version. Uh, uh, probably, uh, yeah, probably, probably days, probably days, <laughs> probably yes. days. Because yeah. you can do it, you can kind of, at least with some of the stuff that you've talked about before, you can kind of do it while you're passively doing other stuff or conversing or whatever. Uh, not not as, well, conversing, sure, but not not as much because, you know, uh, NBA 2K yet again, uh, mm. 2K23, yeah. uh, the My Career mode. So, yeah, not, not, this, not the spreadsheet mode, but the actually playing the basketball part mode uh, as a person. So I, MP, my dude MP, has won a championship with the Detroit Ooh, Nice. Nice. Uh, Bringing he, one home to Detroit. He has, he has slain his <laughs> his foe, his arch enemy that was talking shit on social media. You know, <laughs> but the problem is, too, um, I kind of tipped the game over. And I've done this in the past with, like, when I played the my team mode where, uh, unfortunately, there's, like, the, the virtual currency stuff is kind of baked into these experiences and like to level up your character it's this combination of playing it and playing the quote-unquote right way where you're building up your badges and that's really interesting because you go from a bronze to a silver to a gold and you kind of have to target which badges you want to get but also as you're kind of leveling up the way that you actually complete a level up is by spending virtual currency and you can buy virtual currency of course Uh yeah So because I had some virtual currency from the pre-order and I put like a little bit in, but not not a ton, uh, I kind of tipped over the game a little bit where like, you know, now I can level up as soon as it's available where I think people that are just grinding it out have to play like games and, you know, 1000 virtual currency at a time, you know, they're getting the currency, but, you know, it takes 17,000 currency to, you know, level up at a certain level. So it's... Mm -hmm. But I already had the currency so I could level up quicker and then, you know, you get the stuff faster and then you could play it at a fun rate. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's cool to win. It's cool to go like whatever. Sixty eight and 14 is as a rookie, you know, on the Detroit Pistons, a team full of of young talent, but uh, not very realistic to be the 16th overall pick and end up as like a 95 overall out of 100 uh, (laughs) by the end of the season. Um, so, you know, now it's like, you know, I, I signed with the trailblazers and free agency cause for whatever reason, um, they didn't lock me in on a rookie scale contract. <laughs> so <laughs> Get paid, baby. Get paid. Yeah. Um, but then That's that the also GM's allowed me fault. to be like, okay, you know, I can detach from this a little bit. I've, I've accomplished my goals. Um, this game is now kind of too funny money where like, you know, it's, I've kind of done the things that I've needed to do. And while it's fun to play mindlessly, this is this will allow me to detach and complete the um, the games that I said I was going to complete this year or at least try to. So, yeah, it's a good end point that way for me. You know, end point. I still played it today a little bit, but, you know, oh, yeah. I'm trying and to escape it at this point. And nice to get through a full season, too, as like that yeah. solo player mode. Like, I don't know, that's uh, that's still see that is a little intriguing to me again, especially after I know I compared it. But, barely but like i brought up kind of how rocket league you're kind of playing as like an individual player and like how yeah engaging that feels very so part engaging. of me is is and the fact that you're able to only lose 14 games while only <laughs> controlling that single player is pretty yeah. impressive because yeah I, I do always find i find it really interesting in sports games because like for example i played a lot of madden growing up with like my brother and like i think you 
you play five minute quarters, I think is like the standard length of a quarter, but you would still like, and in real football, it's 15 minute quarters. Sure. And like, so a third of the length of the game, yet you would still be able to like run up the score. Like you would oh, never yeah. see you'd get when like 72 oh, yeah. to 14. And it's like, of course, man, if we played like full length games, like this is unreal. Like, <laughs> I, like just getting the difficulty and like the kind of realistic balance feel right. So like, and then adding into that, like playing as a solo player, like, I don't know, it just sounds really interesting to me, like getting that balance right or just or just seeing how they approached it, because obviously it's never going to. I'm sure if you played full length quarters in NBA 2K23, you'd probably be able to run up the score quite a bit, too. Or do you play full length quarters? Uh, No, it's it's definitely like a, a faster timer, like type a sped thing. up but I, clock. I played, yeah, I played all 82 games for what that was worth. And I yeah. started out on the bench. You know, it's no so joke. It's, yeah, yeah. I was dedication. I was going to ask, like, so you won the championship. Like, yeah, does is that like beating the game and like seeing credits or does it still Uh, have like post game or like the next season? Like it's definitely it's definitely more um, like it's seasonal event. Very. It's very much more an online focused experience. My career like I played it more like a single player offline game. Moreover, like I was just focused on the season. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, especially once I got through the most of the storyline BS, um, I kind of just put my head down and just kind of next game, next game, next game at a certain point, um, uh, instead of doing all the side quest stuff or story stuff or whatever else, you know, hmm. so yeah, just kick Jake from a uh, state farm to the curb, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do your dailies to craft a better ball and rim. Oh yeah. You can do all that stuff, let alone there's like, um, you know, in this my career mode, part of what they also tell you besides, you know, winning the championship on the team you're on is like there's four sectors of the city that you can walk around in or, uh, you know, skateboard what? in or whatever. And then you're supposed to like, <laughs> ooh, beat these guys in street ball and control what that is part this of the Travis city. Travis touchdown bullshit. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. So I haven't done hardly any of that stuff, um, to be oh, fair. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I need to move on. I have to beat Panzer Dragoon Saga. Like, mm. you know, that that got put on the back burner for too long and it's November. So it's yeah. speaking of the back burner, I got Luigi's Mansion three. My copy is still sitting in Chicago and I'm like, John, oh, I got to co- I got to come this weekend come and back. pick up my games. I forgot I like stuffed a bunch of my games in this one box. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't have like any of my cartridges for my switch stuff here, uh, which is why it was nice to get that Turtles copied in the mail. Just like, OK, not that I don't have hundreds of other games downloaded right on my uh-huh, switch, but right. still it was just like, OK guess i'll pop this and since i got nothing else i mean that's but, a uh, great one to pop in yeah. yeah well speaking of popping in switch games and i always, i think this is hilarious too because i feel oh, like we've yeah. done this a number of times like we literally had a discussion on the podcast about how john was like yeah i'm not getting this game done with it don't really care that much or it wasn't so much that so dismissive but this it was is definitely the like year a, i don't think i'm gonna john get it was full of shit saying he wasn't going to buy buying another games, game. <laughs> and we would have an episode where John explicitly says that he's not interested and going to buy this game. Maybe I'll buy it later when it comes out. Anyway, so I got Splatoon 3, and after being all high and mighty and saying that I wasn't going to get it because it's the same game and Nintendo... <laughs> And I, what actually happened was that my 
sister called me uh, and said, hey, your godson is talking nonstop about Splatoon 3. There's like Splatoon. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I do. And I said, yes, <laughs> someone, I do. Can someone calm him down? <laughs> yes. So I FaceTimed with my, my godson and like talked about is like, oh, so what do you do? You like the squids? Do you like the, the music or what the fashion or all the paint? And yeah. So, yes, it, it was very excited to hear me talk about this post-apocalyptic fashion (laughs) 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 but yeah i I picked up three and i started playing it i did the you know tutorial area to unlock the preferred control scheme so i was like oh god gyro control still (laughs) that you have to go through this john you don't have a pro controller though right i do Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, I got, okay. I got play, and, I, but I'm just like I I can't do gyro controls on Splatoon specifically. Like I was going to say I, I thought you preferred I th- I thought we used to call you Gyro John in the early days I do. of the podcast. That might even be an episode title. <laughs> gyro I definitely John. I love it in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's I, what it was. Yeah. Like that is the And it does ideal. feel good. Because that that you use great. it to like f- like fine tune it whereas like if you have gyro controls on uh with splatoon like it is default you can't do uh the mm, y axis with well, the yeah, yeah you have to like hold your hand like still like, like at all times until you're trying to aim right but you right. can't even adjust the y axis with anything other than gyro like oh, you can do oh. x axis but you can't do y and like that that's a deal breaker for me so i just yeah, turned it the- off not not to sidetrack on a breath of wild because it did feel I, I didn't use the gyro a ton but when you would do like that dismount off of like your horse and then you would do like a bow and arrow shot in slow motion and you could kind of fine tune it with the gyro mm-hmm. oh, that felt so Feels good in that perfect game. oh yeah. yeah that was ideal but anyway splatoon 3 uh guess what it's the same game as splatoon 2 <laughs> and they didn't really do anything to change it and like they even to the point where they have uh you could carry over your data if you had Splatoon 2. Oh, which that's kind of cool. All it really did, at least for me, because I played it, but I didn't play it obsessively or to the point that most people who played it competitively did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave me three gold vouchers, which I was able to use on any of the... Because typically you have to level up in order to, by playing matches, in order to unlock new weapons... Um, but mm. I, if you have those three or what those golden vouchers, then you can unlock anything like regardless of level. So I was able to skip that process and unlock, you know, three late l- higher level weapons that I enjoyed. Okay. And guess what? They Paint roller. Exact- yep. But I'm s- mm. so <laughs> I played, I mained a roller in one. Yeah. And they slightly tweaked it in two yeah. and maintained it in three. So I'm dead weight if I play roller in <laughs> two and three, which is a bummer because I loved playing it in one. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah, really satisfying. It was great. Yeah, and yeah, I just I it just moves a little bit too. Like mm. it is the finest tuning of adjustments. It's not like massive, but it makes a different. difference. It, yeah, it makes me really bad on our team, <laughs> especially <laughs> with those types of games where you're so like it's just muscle memory and like quick yeah. reflexive actions and, and reactions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I played a little bit of the single player just before it like really opened up, and that is 
cool and fun and there's this whole new like kind of card game based mini game that you can play mm. that okay. I, I played a little bit of but at the end of the day it's exactly the same game as two just with like <laughs> slightly different things they have a battle pass but the battle pass isn't i don't even know if you can pay to like like how other battle passes work it's just like a seasonal thing where if you play it more you get little things to decorate your locker with which is cute and yeah okay yeah like, but also it's kind of nice because then it's not like this whole like, oh, pay this money and you get like, I don't know, a, a new weapon for this season. Or exclusive like, weapon. Right. 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 You, no, you get an exclusive <laughs> emote like dabbing. And yeah, <laughs> that, that's almost a little better, too, because even thinking like I bought like whatever version of the Mario and Rabbids game that came with like the pixel weapons, oh, like not, not yeah. the new one, but like the the first one. Yeah, and like yeah. those weapons were so overpowered. They but were you had them right at the start yeah. of the game, and I'm just like mowing down enemies. Like yeah. it's like, oh, this game didn't really start getting fun until, even though it was very well designed, it was like, oh, I obviously just like bypassed this difficulty curve for the first like you know world and a half of this game until it started like catching up to my weaponry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Splatoon three actually is, and and you did mention that you can skip the intro sequence now, which was yes, my sir. biggest barrier for someone who like would occasionally get the itch to be like, oh, I kind of want to get better at this game. But oh, yeah, it's in the same way that I talk about with Rocket League, where I, like now when I feel like playing, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have the newest season downloaded. Now I got to download it. You know, I just like it just gets me out of the mm-hmm. feeling of wanting to play. So the fact that you can just be like, OK, these are the maps or I know what they are already. I can breeze right through this or I don't care what they are. Just let me start playing like that alone has me like a little tempted. I don't think I'm going to end up buying it because our, our buddy Mikey, who is also in the band with John and I, um had mentioned to me he's like kevin don't buy splatoon 2 you're not gonna like it you're not gonna like it yep. and i still i was just like no but i think i might i think it's you know it's a nintendo game it's I gotta get fun it. and, for however many matches but it's not you're not gonna get your money's worth out of it like yeah i know and, and i won't with three either but just right. that tempting because i've seen some clips of those single player campaigns too and they do look sweet even that octo expansion looks so cool the octo expansion was cool but again it's not worth <laughs> Yeah, and I was because I, I even thought about buying that at one point. I was like, I already dropped sixty bucks on a game that I played like twice. I'm not about to buy a twenty dollar DLC of that Octo expansion, like just to play, 100%. just to make this game a playable thing for me. Yeah, it's so, so nice to have a go to online multiplayer game. Though, it really is. Know? I miss. Yeah, Rocket and you know what would be nice if uh, the internet worked on Splatoon well, three. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's That's not kind of really a, a go to if you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been, it's become a meme apparently online and I've Ooh. also experienced it where you oh. just get, I've been disconnected more times in three in, oh. than any of the previous ones, which I, yeah. I don't know if it's just bummer growing pains with them figuring out server stuff, but it's, it's not great. Yeah, Damn. I guess you can pretty much count on Nintendo for that kind of stuff, although it's usually a little better with like at least with Mario Kart and I haven't played Smash on Switch, but it seemed like they though for like their main never releases, had an they issue did with either of those. Yeah, mm. Mario Kart. Not really either. Like I, yeah. I mentioned, our session got cut short, but it was just because one of the guys like had to run up and either grab a drink or run to the bathroom and like it didn't touch the controller for too long. And then it like it was like, oh, there's an inactive player mm. and ended mm. the session. That's why. 
Um, but otherwise, just flip it over to a CPU or something, Nintendo. Come on. I know. I know. Just just something. I know. Yeah. Especially because we weren't even actually I said this on the saver for the cast, too. But like we weren't even playing like an actual online session with other people. It was like all people that were like in a party together. And then all other computer players. Nintendo friends. It it wasn't like we're playing like competitive Mario Kart or as competitive as it can get. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, I am glad to hear that you picked up Splatoon 3, though, because I feel like you did love Splatoon 2. So yeah, it's a great Maybe series. We'll get some salmon. We'll get some salmon runs in uh, one of these days. Oh, it's that's still the I mean, I will always take co-op over competitive any day. Agree. Yeah, so me yeah, too. That's, that's it's just a little more lax, like competitive. You have to like get up on like your A game, you know, like even when DJ and I would play Rocket League back in the day, like I could tell like when I wasn't on my game, he'd be like getting pissed. I'm like, I kind of just want to play for fun. I don't really care that much. I, I want to win, but you know, it's not the end all be all. Mental but, energy is sacred. They yes. have so much. Yes, that's a fact. Um, <laughs> But yeah, why don't we uh, jump over to one more game before we uh, jump over to uh, Randall's latest adventure. Uh, but John and I uh, both have recently been playing uh, another game from Tribute Games, uh, which I mentioned that we would be talking about earlier on when we were talking about Turtles. Uh, we've been playing some Panzer Paladin. And I think I realized the reason I picked this one up, and actually I think you picked it up first, John. It was on sale for half off on Switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had just played through uh, Steel Assault, which I talked about on uh, either a Save It for the Cast or a previous episode of the podcast, uh, which was sort of just published and like co-developed by them. I don't know exactly because I saw yeah. that they weren't the actual developer on that game, but it still has their their energy and whatnot. But mm-hmm. yeah, after Turtles, like they just really don't miss. And I was like, okay, this is half off. This is the only one I don't have. It did have a physical release at one point, but if I wanted it now, it would set me back about 90 bucks. So I was like, okay, oh. I can, I can just stomach buying this for $10 digitally right now. And just accept the fact that I missed, uh, <laughs> missed the limited edition window. Uh, cause I think it was either limited run or special reserve or one of those kind of one-off, uh, physical copies. But Anyways, scooped up Panzer Paladin, and I've been really enjoying it so far. I actually saw John play a little bit of it before at, over at his place before I moved back to Michigan, uh, before I had a chance to dig into it myself. I've been kind of chipping away at it. I've beaten two levels so far and then like played maybe two or three other ones, but this game is kicking my ass. It is not yep. an easy game, and the levels are decently long, too, and it has a pretty interesting checkpoint system. Uh, which is actually one of the more interesting things about the game, in my opinion, I, on top of it just being like a really solid uh, all across the board. Like the visuals are top notch. It's got like a kind of 8-bit NES aesthetic. I don't know if it, it's definitely not going for the true aesthetic. It's widescreen and all that stuff. But like Shovel Knight. It's very, yeah, exactly. But it, it exactly. does have the limited color palette, too, of just yeah, like, it's like, what, like a, five it, colors. It uses, yeah, yeah. It, it, it really leans into that like kind of pinkish orange, orange color yeah. and then, like the kind of bluish and it, or greenish blue. And yes, it's just like, yes, and that, that combo works so, so well. Uh, and it's, I remember when, uh, when I was over at John's, they even have like a part of the game where you can like draw your own weapons, like pixel mm-hmm. for pixel. And it was like, holy crap, like this actually looks pretty good. You could even like offset how the character like holds it in their hand. That's like, cool. It like, yeah. it, it implements itself into the game in a way that you're like, oh, that kind of looks like like you can tell that John drew it. But I don't know if I would have known if he didn't if I didn't see him do it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you can make ones that look super janky and whatever. But if you if you take time to make a cool one, it's like, oh, you can make a cool looking weapon. And it's got very much like that Mercenary Kings in its DNA, which we've talked about on the podcast as well. Another game from Tribute Games. But you're like collecting a bunch of weapons along the way. Like you have you're kind of like almost like Breath of the Wild style kind of like breaking weapons all the time, cycling through new ones, using like the ones with bigger reach or do more damage or different just weapon types. There's like 
you know, like hammer types or sword types. There's, I don't know. I don't know if they have names or whatever, but it actually took me a little while to figure out that like after you died, you can go into your menu and replenish your supply of weapons. I was like, man, this is impossible Mm -hmm. Uh, because I mentioned that checkpoint system, which so every time you get to a checkpoint in the game, you have to actually like use one of your weapons. And I think you can hold what, John, like maybe like five or six weapons in your like on hand inventory at any given time. Yeah, there's like a four, I think, item cycle, but I don't know if that includes the one you're holding as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like four or five weapons that you can kind of just use the shoulder buttons to cycle between. And then when you get to a checkpoint, which again are pretty few and far between, they're pretty spread out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you have to actually like take your weapon and like kind of like sword in the stone style, like slam it into the stone. And that is what sets your checkpoint. And then you're able to like kind of like risk it almost like if you're like playing like around the world or something in basketball. And like, I'm going to chance it like this is my last chance to beat this boss. I can you can actually pull your sword or your weapon out of the stone but then if you die, you have to go back to the previous checkpoint that you placed a sword at. So you're kind of like there's a little risk reward in there. If you're like, ah, I'm on my last you know, life, this is my last chance on this boss or whatever. I'm going to pull that weapon out. And, you know, it's a good weapon. I need it or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's a really cool. It kind of reminds me even a little bit of Blaster Master on the NES because you it is strictly a side scrolling game. Uh, but you yeah. are able to like hop out of your like mech suit and then scroll around again, still side scrolling, but you got like this little kind of small sprite, uh, character that you run around as you have like a little electric whip that you can like whip enemies with. And you're obviously much, much weaker than when you're in the mech, but you can go into like these secret little passages and like fill up, uh, some of your mech energy. Although it's a very minimal refill on the health on those, but I'm like, okay, but you can do some like grappling hook moves. It's just a really Really cool game. I haven't quite gotten into the groove with it, but it's partially because I haven't had like a proper time to like, hey, hey, I'm sitting down to play this for a couple hours. I'm just like, oh, let me play handheld and try to beat a level. And I'm like, man, I can't even beat this one stage right now. Um, But yeah, I've been I've been enjoying chipping away at it uh, and plan on, you know, continuing to do so. But what about you, John? I was going to say that I of the tribute games like Flint Hook, I think is one of my favorite. How did I not mention that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Flint Hook's incredible. Like the the movement. Yes. That, that specifically, I think that like Flint Hook is extremely satisfying to play and move around in. And yeah, even uh, if you're not good at it, it's really fun. Yeah. But like playing both Panzer Paladin, I think, and Mercenary Kings, I think those are much closer together in how the platforming feels. Yeah. And by by which I mean it is not enjoyable to me. <laughs> like I went back and replayed some more Panzer Paladin and like I was like, okay, I'm gonna go in, like I know what these levels are like that I was kept dying on. So like yeah. I'm not gonna go in like being like, oh, I don't know what the next screen's going to be. I like know how the level is laid out. I know how the enemies are going to attack me and I know like what their patterns are. And it didn't make it any easier. And I was still dying on like a lot of like platforming challenges, like not even like when there were no enemies on screen and it was just like single like platform like a spike jumping. Pit. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> this and like the most fun I was having like was with like the boss battles and like the combat yeah. and like and like the fun mechanics of exploring like levels that aren't necessarily like, oh, this jump has exactly zero give on it. And if you do not jump at the exact pixel, you're just gonna fall down this mm-hmm. bottomless pit and you're dead. And I'm like this is not what I like 
about these games or this developer. Yeah. Like, I really love the freedom of movement and, like, the combat. But, yeah, between, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be playing a bunch more if, like, that difficulty is just going to keep being there. And it's if I'm mostly going to be dying, like, in either pitfalls or like uh environmental stuff before i even get to a boss yeah i feel and again like i mentioned with the checkpoints like few and far between you have a limited number of lives i do love how it's like kind of mega man style you can like pick whichever stage you want from the get-go maybe maybe Mm -hmm. there's like another secondary wave of stages or something but there's like 10 or 12 stages right from the jump that you can go tackle in any order you want other than the very first one maybe um but yeah I've, i've been really really digging this one but i do know what you mean it kind of it gave me that similar like when we talked about cyber shadow on the podcast randall like when i was like i'm loving this game but i'm like not in that retro frame of mind where i just want to keep getting my ass kicked and like trying this section again and again and again (laughs) cyber shadow grabbed me a lot more than this game okay so you you have put some time in i I wasn't out of the box baby yes because yeah you got that sweet that 90 dollar physical copy before it was 90 (laughs) dollars. i I just looked it up apparently it's it's a little down from that it's you can get it for about 50 bucks now okay uh, okay i I think for what it's worth i think it was just i saw a price for it on amazon and it was like you know somebody just jacking up the price oh "Oh, i got a copy of this yeah so you know i it's one of the games that i brought with me to the the thing we're going to talk about next the portland gaming expo Perfect. Um, and, you know, I'm like, OK, you guys are talking about this game. You know, I've got this game. Literally, it's sitting on my shelf. I have no excuse. And it's right up. It should be right up my alley. The NES stuff, all of that is just tailor made for me to hit me in my nostalgia buttons. And I love yeah. things like Shovel Knight or the Turtles thing we were just talking about, all the retro revival stuff. I'm a sucker yeah. for that stuff, too. Right. It's just it's me in a nutshell. And it just yeah. wasn't me in a nutshell. I, yeah. I could not get out of this nutshell. I just, I, it did not grab me. I don't know. I, I, I can't even, you know, maybe John's right with the jumping mechanics. I'm not sure. It's a what little it rigid. It, the jump's a little like stiff and rigid. Yeah. I don't know. I can't quite put my thumb on why this game didn't grab me because it looks awesome. Yeah. I have no issues with that. I, and like the first level, I think, is like perfectly i mean it's it's basically a tutorial because it's like showing you how to like do everything but like i i wish like all the levels were kind of that length and they weren't necessarily maybe that's what it is yeah it's it's i do agree the pacing feels a little off yeah yeah i don't know uh, yeah, it just didn't. I, I tried a couple of times. Like, oh, I got this with me. I purposely didn't bring a bunch of games, and I just, I don't know. Like, I tried different levels too, because, like you said, it goes Mega Man after you beat that first level, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like that you can place this weapon here, or that weapon there, and, and we didn't even talk about how uh, weapons have these like sub passive abilities where you yeah. can like disrupt oh, them yeah, on yeah. purpose. And regain health or up your defense or like there's little mechanics in there where they've thought this out and this stuff's cool. But yeah, yeah, maybe if the levels were just shorter, that would have done the trick. I don't know. And I I do think the the mech itself, like which is you're doing the majority of your platforming in the mech and you do feel just really like heavy. It it doesn't feel particularly like fun to platform around in in my opinion, even I'm not hating it per se, but I'm not like, oh, yeah, but like usually a platformer, it's like that's the best part of the game is jumping over the pits and stuff, you know? Yeah, at least in one one area, like I I remember like 
it was a like a platforming section in the mech and then a platforming section out of the mech and like i just kept dying out of the mech or like my yeah. mech would like if you because the other thing is like if the mech uh takes enough damage then you are forced to be like a single player out of the mech right and that's a that's yeah. a cool mechanic like all of yeah. these things are cool yeah. mechanics i yep. like all of them individually but like again it just doesn't feel great like it feels fine and yeah like i'm sure that if this like it sounds like it's up your alley give it a shot because it's it's a very well-made game it's, it looks cool as hell and yeah. like parts of it do control well but like I probably am not going to boot this one back up. Like I'll d- definitely boot Flint hook back up because yeah. That, yeah. That game fucking rips, but oh man, it does. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sort of know what you mean. Cause yeah, when I first fired this one up, I, I sort of, my first instinct was like, Oh, cause my, my really only gripe and it wasn't even a gripe because I like when a game is short and sweet, but with steel assault, I was kind of like, Oh, it's only like five levels. Like I wish there was a little more of that game. So when I saw this, I was like, Oh, if this is like, on the steel assault level and then there's 12 levels or 15 levels or whatever like heck yeah it's just more of the awesome but like i do kind of agree it is a little it you know i I don't have all my games here with me and i'm like i'm still just playing like a short session it's not like i'm craving my next time with the game i'm just kind of like yeah i'll probably chip away at this when i feel like it but i'm not like compelled to get pulled back into it yeah Yeah. which is disappointing because tribute has nailed most everything else you know yeah and and yeah what is pulling me back in is the visual appeal and just oh, like yeah. the flame. like i like seeing the environments and me the enemies too. and the like just all the parallax scrolling like it's a gorgeous stunning just beautiful game, sprite art yeah like oh, yeah. top notch some of the best oh. um but yeah why don't we just keep rolling and uh where where you were playing that uh panzer paladin at on the in trip. portland hmm. the portland beautiful, retro beautiful. gaming expo that I've last went to apparently in 2014, says my Gmail account, which was a long time ago. Yeah. Longer than I thought. And then Kevin and I went in 2013, uh, thanks to something that that my wife Tina had set up before. Yeah, that was awesome. That was was truly, truly an awesome time. And I'm sure things are pretty different now, especially after COVID and stuff, like just any kind of convention like that, I would think has changed a little bit, maybe? Uh, Yes and no. Like, like, uh, it's same convention floor. Um, You know, I'd say if anything, what's changed (laughs) is that now retro gaming is a very lucrative uh, business (laughs) in and of itself. (laughs) Uh, yeah. where like there's vendors that are just there with their like graded games like oh this is Mario Brothers as a 9.25 out of 10 and like nobody touched those booths I'm not gonna go mm. fucking spend a thousand dollars on that stuff are you kidding me right yeah right like I'm not there for that I'm trying to spend 10 bucks on a loose copy of Circle of the Moon or something hell That's yes I'm yeah I'm trying oh, to find the God. the hidden gems yeah. or the or like I don't know if I, it, it does feel really cool to find like a cool booth that has things priced fairly yeah like yeah these people these people are cool which was you know it's it's granted a little bit harder to do like there's a couple of times where you know i'm someone that likes to haggle and that was no longer available and it was like okay it's also weirdly it's just like a little bit of whiplash despite you know i've watched the prices on these things go up over the last yeah just skyrocketing it's crazy it's whiplash to go up and see games that are straight up over a thousand dollars just sitting there like oh my god like the 
some of these games I, I remember seeing for easily under a hundred dollars and now it's just it it's just gotten out of hand. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, I remember seeing not at this expo, obviously, but like seeing like a copy of Super Mario World for like 75 bucks. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like it, I, it was at a store that was obviously like hiking up the price or whatever. But I was I think it was a people play games in Chicago. But I was just like, what are you like? This game came with the console. I yeah. literally got my copy of Super Mario World from when Blockbuster used to have. Was it a uh, game crazy game freak? Yes. It was something, yeah, I think it was game like crazy. That. Yeah. Like, Whatever it was, they they had some of the retro stuff there, and it was like seventy five cents. Oh, yes. It wasn't God. a perfect copy, but it, it was Super Mario World, so who cares? Yeah. God, you know? you're reminding me I should buy some Wii U games. Well, <laughs> I know that's out. why I picked up that's why I picked up uh, Paper Mario Origami King, uh, which I talked <laughs> about on the Saver for the Castle. Yeah. It's on sale for forty bucks. I better get it now while it before it's like a thousand. That's a good game, also. Yeah, and I, I never picked up Color Splash, so I was like, I gotta, I can't, yeah. I want to get that one eventually. Maybe they'll port it to Switch. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? but it feels like too late for that at this point. But you never know. Yeah, so you know, I went in knowing that, and I was just seeing it in person, like, oh boy, times really have changed, haven't they? Like, uh, you know, it's a good thing that I had my heyday when I did with this stuff. Yeah, it is just not it is not the same marketplace out there anymore. Um, and, you know, and then like a lot, half of the vendors there are also like game stores in and of themselves. So they're not going to haggle with you the same way. That's their inventory they can take back to their store. It's almost right. the advertising for them. Like, hey, right. we're here to just let you know we exist and yeah. you can order from us or whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm saying that. And but there's still like the other half of the vendors, at least, are just just people just selling their random stuff, maybe getting rid of their collection, maybe trying to trade stuff whatever else so i still got you know a handful yeah. of games and got was able to haggle on pretty much all of them uh you know got some some stuff that you know i i didn't spend a super fortune uh because i couldn't really afford to but got like a turbo <laughs> graphics game got yeah. like you know hey, those sometimes cost a fortune just for one so. i mean and this is a working designs one which you know if you know okay the, the yeah retro yep. stuff that's that's not easy to get one of those for you know any de decent price but kadash on turbo graphics so i got that okay. i got the aforementioned circle of the moon for ten dollars haggled hell on that. yes nice you know. nice hell uh, yes somehow i i i don't know if i lost my copy or what but I, I i like vividly remember buying that at launch and for some reason i didn't have it anymore uh which is not usual for me but uh and then like random metalhead on 32x which is just like another tank mech game just because i have a 32x uh, right right might as well flesh out that collection a little <laughs> daytona usa championship Ooh. edition on saturn and yes that's a great game oh yeah and it uses the 3d pad that came with knights which i have one of those okay so, you know it's kind of an excuse that way too um oh this is this is such a delightful spread i'm just, oh, <laughs> i'm beaming thinking we're, we're not done yet uh, i know <laughs> wcw versus nwo revenge on nintendo 64 oh, yes. I, I can't believe you didn't have that already i know but i got it for five bucks so oh, yeah. okay okay mm. Heck Which, yeah honestly it's not that expensive of a game the difficulty with games like that is getting one in decent shape 
Mm. Right, right. Because those are always like, even at like uh, GameStop, they would have like that bin of like yeah. just all the sports games that were like, it was like, what did you guys do to these? Like soak <laughs> them in like a water bath before just, you put them out of here? And you make sure that they sit in the sun for as long as possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, I don't want to really see any color stuff. on that label. They're yeah. scraping white the, and blue. Like t- the sticker on the front of it. They oh, have yeah. The name, their own name written in Sharpie on the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All, all the like the silver shit that comes off from when it's a rental sticker that they kind of yeah. sort of took off the back. The, yeah, yeah, like the that. foil. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. No, this was a clean copy. Something like, hey, seven bucks. How about five bucks? Yeah, okay, okay, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I got a. There's a couple. What I was really excited for, and I didn't end up buying too many of them. Was um, I'm like, okay, my my buying of retro games is mostly over, uh, just because the market is dictated as such. <laughs> yeah, capitalism uh but, yeah that's uh, real that's for real though i'm just like the games i have are the games i have <laughs> <laughs> but i still buy homebrews new homebrews mm. all the time mm. like that's where i spend my retro money these days yeah i didn't uh, even think about that homebrews and you know new controllers for old systems new systems that play old games <laughs> that's what i spend my money on these days and so i got yeah. a one uh one new homebrew game which was this like single screen kind of arcadey game called yeah yeah bebis 2 for nes okay that's <laughs> it's it's basically like uh it's like a retro game inside joke where like so back in the day in these gaming magazines or catalogs in the back pages you used to be able to like mail in like check this box if you want this game check this box for you if you want this upcoming game like yeah like you could you know for CDs or for books or whatever else it'd just be like rip this page out check this send a check for however much in the mail and we'll get this game to you eventually. So in one of those magazines in the back was this game that never got released called Yeah, Yeah, Beebus. That's one of the <laughs> games that you could choose. So then uh, uh, a guy actually was like, you know, I, I, you know, in shout out Yeah, Yeah, Beebus, you know, <laughs> for, for the sake of Yeah, Yeah, Beebus, we're going to create Yeah, Yeah, Beebus too uh, and actually release it. So like beautiful. Like, OK, I'll that's pretty that. amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had, you know, it was still fun to go to Portland retro. I didn't, I, I bought a three day pass. I only ended up staying for two days. The first day was kind of like arcade floor day, uh, day, you know, they had arcade games and pinball games. Um, okay. Not actually as many as they have at our Northwest pinball expo, um, that happens in Tacoma here every year actually, but, uh, that's okay. okay. That's not the main thing you go there for. Um, and I, that's beat all, just 51. a nice bonus. Yeah. I beat Area 51 with a random dude who was like phenomenal at that game. Uh, that was okay. a cool experience. Oh yeah, that's always fun. Like just having random people jump up on the arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah, it's like wearing out the arm. Like my my muscle still <laughs> kind of hurts in my forearm from like holding a light gun up for that long. You know. God yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I was I was thinking the wrong game. I was thinking of uh, Thunder Strike or Desert Strike or like those top down like helicopter. Oh, games. yeah. I don't, I don't mm. know. What, yeah. I forgot the light gun area. Fifty one. Those are light gun games are always a blast to play. Oh, yeah. So I've never actually seen that game to completion. Like, yeah, how many, scr- how many levels is that? Uh, boy, uh, at that point, I don't know that I could tell you, you know, I was just kind of in the. <laughs> in the just zone plowing at that, through that point in the evening but uh uh you know uh a lot of levels i would say uh 
at least five and they were relatively long levels uh yeah. How do they have it set up there? Is it like free play on all the arcade stuff yeah. or are you pumping quarters in? No, okay. no, it's it, all free play. I was going to say, I think that's one of the reasons yeah. I would never see very far into any of those like light gun games because it was yeah. like a buck 75 per player. But, you know, whatever it was, 75 cents. So I'm like, OK, I do like a credit or two and like, OK, I had my fun. But and it was yep, always at the movie theater for me. Yeah, so. same here. Ooh, same yeah. here. It was never really like a we would do it after we watched a movie or something. So it wasn't like we had unlimited time dedicated just for this. Yeah. Right. right. And you're already like, Hey, I just spent like these days, like $20 (laughs) on a movie ticket. I even think about getting a snack or something. I feel like the movie theaters always would have like a good racing game there too. Good racing. Always the DDR. Sometimes like the claw game. Do one. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like wave race or something. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, almost like a, you get like a little mini like Dave and Buster's action in the movie theater, you know, oh, yeah. like those kind of games. God. Yeah. But so I didn't spend the I didn't spend the whole time there either, because the I will say if if you do go to Portland Retro Gaming Expo, um, you might be tempted to stay at the Quality Inn Downtown Convention Center. But I wouldn't recommend um, <laughs> doing so, even though it's very affordable because, you know, there's uh, random um brown red markings on the walls and um there's markings on the sheets Um, oh you can tell they got yikes but you can't get that stuff out uh and you know (laughs) i love the lamp shades and you know it kind of smells like maybe someone had peed in the air conditioning oh my god at some point let alone smoking in the room at some point too oh my good you don't want to necessarily open the window shade either because people can walk right up to it and it's uh you know it's slightly sketchy but you know so convenient locale for the convention (laughs) very convenient locale yeah (laughs) all that to say you know i didn't you know that's where i that's where i slept yeah Uh, but did not spend most of your downtime you know that's where i tried that's where i tried to play you know panzer paladin uh you know um (laughs) Yeah. Was it no. uh was it fun flying solo this time? Because I think you mentioned before that this was your first time going out there uh solo. Yeah, I guess so. I'd ra- I would have rather had gone with, you know, Tina and Fiona or gone with someone like, you know, either one of you guys or, you know, whatever. Mm. It's that sort of thing. Cause it's fun yeah. to geek out about some of that stuff. And but it let yeah. me be a maniac, you know, the floor opens at <laughs> nine and I was there for just five like I gotta scour. Hours. I'm gonna look at everything they have oh, every booth multiple or times. Like, um yeah. I, I didn't even like I don't think I even, you know, bathroom breaked uh for for you know half a day there Ooh. just because you kind of get into this trance basically of like uh killer be killed on the floor uh in order to try and get product. Yeah. We are, yeah. we are different beasts, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun environment. It's easy to get swept up in that, even when we were there, you know, all those years ago. And I'm oh, sure yeah. it's only grown since then. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's it, it is and it's but it's still basically the same experience. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's kind of like going to like you know, it reminds me of going to like any of those like flea markets I would go to oh, growing man. up, except it's all video games or you know, video game adjacent stuff. Yeah. I miss the flea like markets back in the Gibraltar day. And, uh, yeah. Gibraltar and Gibraltar is the main one I think of, but yeah. there's, there were a few other ones. Taylor trade town center. That was yes, one of my best. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I think we went there one time and I remember getting like some random, I don't know, just some very random, like one-off, super cheap stuff. Cause like people yeah. there are just looking to like get rid of knickknacks and like stuff they don't really know 
hey, this game is collectible and valuable. Like, they're just like, hey, I got these old games in a box. Yeah, never mind the poor, like, parrots in very small cages or whatever that they're selling at some of those booths. But Yeah, uh, <laughs> it can be depressing. Yeah, so this uh, is like, a, it at least helps. It's like, okay, it's all video games. It can still be depressing when you're looking at those price tags, I guess. But but, but then sometimes at Taylor, they'd be like, hey, we just, this some some grandma dropped off four uh, <laughs> new in-box Turbo graphics uh, systems that were selling for 50 bucks each, which is just like mind-blowing in yeah because somebody there just goes turbo yeah. graphics this yeah. isn't a yeah, nintendo like, must be some knockoff yeah. you know yeah just doesn't know. know what they have yeah different world but i would still go to portland retro again all that being said i didn't see any of the panels and stuff but then half the time i'm like i don't want to hear like nerds make bad jokes about stuff mm. in a q a yeah. session i don't have it can sometimes almost ruin the I, magic yeah stuff like that like, yeah i'm good uh i'm just here to go nuts on the floor and see everything and then figure it out later yeah yeah one of these days john and i definitely have to figure out a way to make a trip out there and in sync or something whether it's for an expo or for some kind of you know or the northwest pinball i don't know just sometimes especially because our buddy glenn lives out there too it's like we got to make an excuse to just like do it during a cool time where we can do some cool stuff yes please on top of that and you guys meet in person too yeah that would be that feels like it just needs to happen years later yeah (laughs) yeah but uh i don't know anymore any more uh, thoughts on the Portland Retro Expo or nah. anything else uh, this week? Yeah, nah, I'm nah. good. Nice, nice. But yeah, I think we can uh, wrap up the chit chat and whatnot this week then. And uh, yeah, as always, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. And until next week, we'll catch you then. I was thinking there might be something more to say, but no, I think we can leave it oh, there, there and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Nice. <laughs> Beauteous. A little oh, rambly, man. or like, actually almost anti-rambly there at the end. Yeah, I know. You cut it real short. There, <laughs> no, I was like, I was I was like, don't I say more? But I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's a point across. People We're on the internet. <laughs> We're on the internet. Oh man, I've actually um, been playing a ton of Castlevania Circle of the Moon on the the Advance Collection. Ooh. Yes. Oh, it's, Ooh. It's such a fun, it's one of my favorite games. Like, I, I know. I can't believe that, that was a launch collection. game. I know like, it looks. Oh, that it launch looks, on GBA it sounds yeah. so good. Oh wow! Like I know it that is a great looking game. I know that it's like very dark and like the cut, like the palettes, but like <laughs> with a backlit and like yeah, put it on an SP on a on a full like screen TV. Oh, that thing looks gorgeous. It does. Oh, good soundtrack. Incredible. Oh, yeah.